Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2921, The Gift of Subtraction, by Julian Saunders of richandregular.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Welcome back to our usual Sunday bonus episode, where I share an episode from one of the other podcasts in the Optimal Living Daily Network, usually overlapping with the kinds of themes that come up here. Today's episode comes from Optimal Finance Daily. You can follow or subscribe to that show wherever you're hearing this, if you enjoy what you're about to hear. So with that, let's get right to the post and commentary from Diana as we optimize your life. The Gift of Subtraction by Julian Saunders of richandregular.com Whenever we're faced with a challenge that must be overcome or an opportunity to take advantage of something cool, our instincts kick in telling us, what can we do? Is there an app we can download or a website we can look at real quick? Can we ask Alexa or Siri, should we reach out to such and such to help us think this through? Let's add it to the to-do list on the shared drive so that we can revisit this thought later. We're get it done kind of people, so our natural instinct is to immediately jump into action. This is all fine if it helps to accomplish things we've set out to do, but we've learned that an even better way of getting things done is by having less and having less to do. Simple concept, but not an easy one. So many people, us included, treat their overwhelm with addition. We habitually add things to our lives like products, services, features, subscriptions, calendars, houses, cars, lists, bells, whistles, phones, apps, and responsibilities, instead of just simply saying, nah. This revelation really sunk in years ago as we visited the Grand Canyon. It's earned its right as a wonder of the world based on the views alone. But after we listened to how it was created with no human intervention, we just stood there in awe of its scale. There's something about standing over a cliff in complete silence that makes you realize what really matters, not falling. How little you really need to be happy, granola and water to be exact, and how small we are in the grand scheme of things, pun intended. The same is true with our money. As odd as it may sound, one of the key reasons we've been able to save as much as we have, increase our net worth by 95,000 during the first six months of 2018, stay on pace to achieve financial independence despite Mr. R&R quitting his job and buying a new house is because we've learned to appreciate the gift of subtraction. Quite simply, we have more by having less. We choose these words carefully because yes, we certainly want and desire more in some areas, just not in all. That concept is at the core of being rich and regular. 
because we encourage each other to spend on the things that really matter to us, to ignore the things that don't, and to stay regular along the way. While we understand the concepts of frugality and minimalism, we just don't believe those strategies will meet our family's needs over time. Eventually, we would grow weary of the monotony and the deprivation would likely lead to a destructive relapse. Instead, we choose a path where we maintain a long-term investment outlook, making daily trade-offs between things we could enjoy immediately and things we could enjoy for years to come. This way, whenever we got a pay raise, promotion, paid off a debt that freed up cash, or tripped and stumbled into a shit ton of money, we resist the temptation of upgrading everything along the way in exchange for the ultimate prize, the option to retire early. For example, we posted a picture a few weeks ago on our Instagram account and received some really inspiring feedback and comments. The picture is of the parking spot outside our old home and is one of many examples of our trade-offs. Sure, we could have upgraded our home and parked our cars in a shiny new garage a long time ago, but we made the decision to live small for the first three years of our marriage, and so far that decision, and many more, has proven to pay off remarkably. Did it suck on hot days? Yes. Does it suck even more on cold and rainy days carrying a baby? Absolutely. But the long-term benefit of turning our old primary residence into a debt-free rental was worth it to us. The gift of subtraction is one that keeps giving. That's just one example though. Following is a list of other subtractions and things we've delayed or traded off over the years. In our home, We grind coffee beans and brew our coffee almost every morning. Rarely will you catch us in a Starbucks unless we have a gift card. We still don't have cable. We opt for Netflix, Amazon Prime TV, and Hulu with no commercials. We also get HBO through Hulu. If you're on the fence with cutting the cord, well, you shouldn't be. We just took advantage of a great offer for AT&T Fiber last week. For years, we opted for their high-speed DSL service and it worked fine, but decided to upgrade. So far, so good. Mr. R&R cooks 80% of baby R&R's food. He also cooks most of the meals we eat at home, including lunches that can be reheated and brought to work easily. Most of baby R&R's food is the same as what we eat, just cut differently, seasoned lighter, and cut into smaller pieces. This makes our lives easier and our baby healthier. Check out our Instagram highlights for an example of this. We buy store brand products often, but not exclusively, notably pantry products and dry goods like cereal, paper, plastic, nuts, and beans. We lean heavily towards a plant-based diet for health reasons, but still enjoy meats and seafoods regularly. Fruits, vegetables, and grains are also less expensive than meats and seafood. Our old home's kitchen was completely done by IKEA. Our new home's closet system and a few other pieces are also done by IKEA. Our cars. Mr. R&R drives a Honda Accord with just over 160,000 miles. The rear seat ceiling fabric was flopping, so he broke out the Gorilla Glue and fixed it. It looks terrible. Mrs. R&R drives a Lexus 250 with over 150,000 miles. Mr. R&R can't sit in the front without his knees being smushed against the glove box, and baby R&R has to be cradled to be placed in the back seat just to avoid being decapitated upon entry. It's cozy, to say the least. Our credit cards. 
we put the vast majority of our spending on one joint credit card to optimize the cashback value and use the points to pay for most of baby r and stuff. It's paid in full every month. Every month. Our personal stuff. Mrs. r and does her hair mostly on her own instead of going to a salon. Mr. r and gets a haircut every three to four weeks, maybe. Mrs. r and uses a capsule wardrobe. This enables her to cost-effectively mix up her styles and reduce decision-making in the mornings. Mr. r and only buys his clothes from a handful of stores and typically uses a coupon for at least 25 to 50% off. Most of his clothes fit a general color scheme, blue, so it coordinates seamlessly. We've spent less than $100 on toys and books for our son in his first year. Everything else was a gift from friends or family. Instead, we opt to go to playgrounds and parks where he obsesses over pine straw, sticks, and car watching. Some of these are huge cost savings, other are small cost savings, and others are time savers. The point is, together, they are a set of deliberate choices that represent the subtraction of stuff we don't value today. This frees up capacity and money, which enables us to have a surplus of the things we do value, time. You just listened to the post titled The Gift of Subtraction by Julian Saunders of richandregular.com. Such great points here from Julian, and I love all the specific examples he shares. Another way of thinking about this concept of subtraction is really just simplifying. As technology advances and there are ever more things to buy, it seems like our lives get more and more complex. Choosing to simplify your clothing or meal prep or finances is a great way to just keep your head on straight. Another benefit of simplifying is that it allows us to go deeper into the things we choose to keep in our lives. So for example, in figuring out what form of exercise is sustainable for me, I've realized that Bikram yoga, long walks, and hiking are what I'm into. Rather than continually experimenting with new forms of exercise, which I still do from time to time, I've made a decision recently to just go deeper into these three forms of exercise every day. I've done the same thing with my social circle, even though meeting new people is my absolute favorite thing to do. Probably driven by the pandemic and having my social life restricted, I've been able to deepen relationships with the friends I have now, with standing weekly Zoom calls, dinners, and activities to make sure we're getting regular quality time together. Along that same vein, I used to have many different tools to keep me organized, but I've now pared down to a bullet journal and a calendar to make sure I'm not forgetting anything. And that's a wrap for another Monday show. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.